Welcome to the Wisdom School, a podcast by the Perennial Leader Project. To learn more and support the show, visit us at perennialleader.com. It's interesting. You, you've said the word maturity maybe a couple times, which is not something that comes up on in our society much and it hasn't come up as much in our episodes here on In Search of Wisdom. But it, it does seem so closely connected in some way with just wisdom, this this idea of maturity and flexibility and maybe everything that we've been talking about. How do you think about if so, any sort of connection between wisdom and maturity and flexibility in, in life, if you will? From my perspective, uh, first of all, wisdom is a gift. It's not something that you can learn from the encyclopedia. So it's not like knowledge. It's a special way of knowing that equips you to make decisions that have more maturity in them. Hmm. So we might say wisdom is like the maturation of all that you have learned and the extent to which you have acknowledged what the reality is and said yes to it. That would lead to wisdom. But ultimately, I keep going back to wisdom as a gift of the Holy Spirit. What is the Holy Spirit? The power of grace that comes through you. So I can't make myself wise, but I notice, I, I, I've noticed, I become wiser to the extent that I align myself to reality and get it that this is my calling. Let me throw out some terms here that maybe come up in philosophical and spiritual traditions. And if there's any thoughts or differentiating, but you think of things like surrender, letting go, acceptance. I've seen um, Anthony DeMello define enlightenment as absolute cooperation. So maybe cooperation is a is another word. In your view, are these all pointing to the same thing and connecting with letting go or surrendering to the to the givens of, of life? Absolutely. Cooperating yeah. with the gift with the way it is would be a very good way to put it. It's collaborating with the process of evolution. Everything is evolving in the direction of more consciousness, more, more love and more bliss. Um, it's just that we keep getting in the way of all that by our um, inclination toward believing in what's in our head rather than what's happening in the world around us. This fifth given, people are not loving 
and loyal all the time. Well, not necessarily that way. Seems to be maybe a a universal, difficult given at, at times to um, accept. How do you think about or advise people of putting ourselves in that instead of, in addition to people are not loving and necessarily loyal all the time, that we or I am not, you know, loving and loyal all the time. How important do you see with that particular, given the the self-reflection maybe towards, towards us? Um, one of the things I mentioned in the book um, is like a follow-up to each of the givens. So I'll, I'll start with that one. People are not necessarily loyal and loving all the time. And I am committing myself to be as loyal and loving as I can be and keep wanting to be more loyal and loving than I have ever been. Everything changes and ends. And when I simply go with that flow, I notice that I renew myself over and over again in the course of life rather than just see things crash and burn. Um, Things don't always go according to plans, but I will continue to make plans and at the same time be open to the surprises that come my way when a particular plan fails. Suffering is part of life. But yet, suffering also is one of the ingredients to becoming a person of depth and character and compassion. Uh, There was a a show in the past called The Fantastics, way back in the 60s, I think. And one of their songs was, Without a hurt, the heart is hollow. So, you know, my heart becomes bigger, becomes more like the sacred heart of the universe when I am working with my sufferings to find redemption through them and um, becoming compassionate to the other people who suffer the way I do. And then things are not always fair, but I can be as fair in my dealings as I possibly can. So I I add those statements in one of the chapters there to each of the five and it turns them into spiritual practices. So I, I'm not, I'm not going to be able to control what other people say or do, but I certainly can do all I can to be as kind, wise, and loving as I can be. I won't be able to do this on my own. I will always be relying on the graces that come my way to help me do this. That's the humility angle of it. 